0: Coming off a disappointing loss at Oregon, the Cougars return home, looking to get back on track against the pesky Pokes of Wyoming. They're really big and
1: aggressive and tough, and I think it'll be a good matchup for us, and especially for what happened over this last weekend, I think it's a good way for us to answer this challenge and look looking forward to the game.
0: With the exception of the 2016 Poinsettia Bowl, BYU and Wyoming haven't played each other since they were conference opponents, and it's a rivalry that has been around for a long time.
2: Yeah, it's a legendary rivalry going back to the WAC Days I'm going back to the Mountain West. Wyoming's always been a key game for the Cougars. Um, They're going to be tough. They're going to be gritty. Uh,
0: Wyoming's a good team, Uh, so we have to be really prepared. It's time for BYU football as the Cougars face the Cowboys on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by All Pro Capital Real Estate Investments by Les Olson IOT, your office technology partner by Valhalla Fiduciary, expertise and independence in hedge funds. Also brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Get double fuel points and free grocery delivery with a boost by Smith's Rewards membership. Now, to bring you all of today's action, we head live to the Built Bar Broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson along with the The voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
3: We've got the coin toss coming up for BYU and Wyoming. But first, let's get to tonight's Ford Keys to the Game. Presented by your local Ford stores. BYU football is built Ford Proud. Riley Nelson, what do you have as BYU's keys to the game tonight?
2: The offensive key to the game tonight is start fast. I think it's a way that... uh, that that A, they can avoid getting down a hole and changing the game plan like what happened against Oregon, but B, anytime you've got a late start, you have got. You can hear the crowd in the background. This crowd is ready and wanting to you know, get amped and jazzed up, and if you can give them a touchdown on your first or your second drive, it really goes a long way. Defensively, they need a ball. Andrew Peasley is really, I mean, the run game overall, but their quarterback is averaging almost six yards per carry and has multiple rushes of over 20 yards. So keep him from making a game-changing play in the rush game, and special teams get Jake Oldroyd back on track. You've got to give him an opportunity to see that ball go through the uprights again because they're going to need him, maybe not in this game, but definitely throughout the remainder of the season.
3: So was key number two controlling Peasley then?
2: Yes, bottling up the okay. Wyoming's quarterback run.
3: Yeah, you're right, though, too, about that. Uh, the, both in in the average is at 5.6, that's a healthy number, and does have that uh, season-long of 37, which is longer than any other quarterback uh, Runner has this year, right?
2: From Wyoming, yes. Yeah.
3: Okay, those are the keys to the game. Brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU football is built Ford proud. The Cougars have taken the field. Here were tonight's flag bearers, running out the USA flag. Lisala tai the Utah flag was presented by Sonny Macassini, and the alumni flag bearers tonight. Ron Simmons, who played center at BYU back in 1987. Last time Wyoming won a game here, he finished his career here in 1993. Tyler Anderson, BYU wide receiver from the late 80s and early 90s, and Brandon Heaney, former Air Force cadet. Brandon Heaney, BYU corner in the early 2000s. All right, we are ready, getting set for the coin toss. You will soon hear the voice of tonight's referee. He is Kevin Boytman. Kevin Boytman, the ref, BYU in the uh, All-Navy tonight. Uh, Navy pants... Navy jerseys, and it's the white helmets with the blue Oval Y logo on the helmet. So the captains for BYU and Wyoming making their way to the 50. BYU, again, all navies with a white helmet. And Wyoming, gold pants and white jerseys. White helmets, brown and gold are the accent colors. Four captains for the Cougs and four captains for the Cowboys will be shaking hands at the 50 before kevin boitman takes control of the coin toss and we get this one underway the next voice you will hear will be that of kevin boitman handshakes at midfield let's get down to field level here at lavelle edward stadium Good
1: good luck man wyoming you are the visitor tonight you will call the toss this is heads and tails heads and tails what is your call heads the call is heads and it is heads. You've won the toss. You'll defer your options to the second half. You'll receive the ball. Which way do you want to kick?
3: All right. So BYU. Begin the game.
1: BYU will mm. receive. Good luck, gentlemen.
3: There we go. So uh, BYU, having lost the toss, sees Wyoming defer, and the Cougars will defend the goal to our left. Wyoming the goal to our right, and Wyoming will kick it off from right to left from south to north here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Great to have you along with us. Greg Grubel, Riley Nelson, Jason Shepard here in the booth, down on the field, Mitchell Jurgens. As the Cougars and Cowboys do it in the regular season for the first time in 12 years, and the first time overall since the Poinsettia Bowl of 2016. Did some research on the on those two teams from that year, Riley. BYU and Wyoming each had four draft picks on that team. Not yeah. just free agent. We're talking draft picks. So everyone knows the Josh Allen, but, uh, you know, Fred Warner was on that team uh, for for BYU. Taki Takitaki was redshirting, but on the roster for BYU that year. Both teams had four players drafted from that 2016 Poinsettia Bowl squad.
2: Yeah, which was why it was such an awesome game. It was so competitive, and then the elements obviously added a, a fun wrinkle to the game.
3: I mean, Jamal Williams was another one of the players obviously drafted, yeah. and he had such a memorable game for BYU that night. But uh, Wyoming, from that night, they had Josh Allen, Marcus Epps, the Eagles' safety, uh, Chase Roulier, the commander's center, and Logan Wilson, the uh, the Bengals linebacker, great players that are still playing. So from that 2016, that was six years ago, of those eight players, seven are still in the league. Who was and the then Chris f- Wilcox just got cut last week from Indianapolis ah. on the practice squad. So He was the eighth. But of those eight, seven are still in the NFL right now.
2: Yeah, pretty impressive. The Poinsettia Bowl has probably got to hang that one up as one of the better ones or more talent-packed matchups in the history of the bowl.
3: By the way, Ralph Sokolowski, our stats man with uh, coin toss trivia from tonight. Uh, BYU's yet to win a coin toss this year. And they've always had the first possession uh, of the game on offense as the opponent has uh, deferred every time. So BYU will open with the football. John Hoyland will boot it away for the Pokes. Hobbs Nyberg is the deep returner for BYU. Diagonally in front of him. He's got Talmadge Gunther to his left and Lopini Katoa to his right. So it's a triangle of returners deep. The Hoyland kickoff will settle into the arms of Nyberg at the 3-yard line, and Homs will take it out to the 15, to the 20, and falls backward at the 22. So BYU, first and 10 from the 22-yard line. Let's get to the offensive starting lineup, brought to you by Larry H. Miller-Otto. Conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller-Otto, driven by you. BYU's offensive lineup will feature tight end Isaac Rex. Wide receiver, Braden Cosper. Wide receivers, Keanu Hill and Cody Epps. Tailback, Lopini Katoa. And the offensive line, Freeland, Clark Barrington, Connor Pay, Harris Lachance, and Kingsley, Sua Mataiya. The quarterback is Jaron Hall. And here we go. They empty it for Hall on first and ten from the 22. Trips left, twins right, take off, and tuck and run for Jaron Hall. He gets snowed under at the 24. So a gain of two, maybe two and a half. It'll be second down and around eight.
1: The rolling in the field is that the ball carrier was down before losing possession.
3: And the ball popped out, but well after. Second down. Hall was down. Jordan Bertinoli, the tackle for the Cowboys, his 16th tackle of the season. BYU will have second down and eight. Ball between the hash marks. BYU left to right as we see it and you hear it here in quarter number one. No Chris Brooks yet. Lopini Catoa is the tailback on downs one and two. Hall Shotgun. Pulls it away from Katoa. And on the keeper, that's up the middle for maybe another yard, yard and a half. So gain of 2, gain of 2, 3rd down and 6 for BYU. Easton Gibbs, the leading tackler for the Cowboys, makes the stop of Jaron Hall. So it's an early 3rd down for the Cougs after gains of 2 on 1st and 2nd down. BYU facing a 3rd and 6. And on 3rd and 6 this year, well, BYU's had a lot of them. Cougs have had 10 3rd and 6s. It's their most common 3rd down of the year. And BYU excels on third and six. BYU 7 for 10 on third and six this year. Shotgun for Hall. A play fake, a step back, a settle in the pocket. Shuffles forward and throws for Epps. And Epps cannot make the catch. He juggled it and drops it at the 40-yard line. Incomplete, and BYU will go three and out to begin the game. Corey Hawkins had the pass breakup, but it looked to be in the hands of Cody Epps. How much do we credit Hawkins for the pass breakup, and how much is it a drop? Do you think, Riley, on yeah, that, that one?
2: That one should have been caught. That's a play that uh, I mean, there definitely was good defense there, but he, uh, you just got to be a good strong-handed receiver and uh, and come in with that catch. It was right out in front. It wasn't behind him, and uh, had to make it. Interesting to see Jaron run the first two plays of the game. We talked about quarterback run being an element here. Obviously, uh, two of the first three plays.
3: The punt from Ryan Rico is handled by Wyatt Wheeland and fair caught between the 30 and 35-yard 35, uh, 35 line for the Wyoming Cowboys. Of note, uh, no Puka Nakua, no Chase Roberts in that first possession. Uh, Puka was going to be a question mark, although he did warm up, and uh, Chase Roberts, similarly, uh, was going to be somebody we had, we had to watch. He's a little banged up, too, so... Time for the defensive starting lineup for BYU. It's brought to you by Larry H. Miller-Otto. Conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller-Otto driven by you following a 42-yard punt. BYU on defense with Gabe Judy Lally and D'Angelo Mendel on the corners. Malik Moore and Ammon Hanneman at safety. Linebackers are Peely and Bywater and Wilgar. We'll give you a defensive lineman after the handoff to Titus Swen. Takes it to the near boundary for near first down. Running uh, near first down yardage on first down and 10. The lineman up front for BYU. Blake Mangelson. Caden Haas. Josh Larson and Tyler Batty. Good to see Tyler Batty back. So that's the rest of your starting 11 for BYU defensively. They'll now sub out Peyton Wilgar and bring in George Udo as a nickel. So now BYU now goes to a 4-2-5, and a 4-2-5 is Wyoming's base defense. DeWyan McNeely is the lone setback under center, is Andrew Peasley. On a second and one after a gain of nine, a sprint throw to the right, caught by the tight end on the boundary, and out of bounds after a first down gain of four yards on second and one. Trayton Welch makes the catch, his fourth catch. The six-foot-three, 242-pound junior tight end for the Cowboys. Moves the stick, so the first, da- first, first down of the game goes to Wyoming, and the Cow- uh, Cowboys are out to the 45-yard line. So first and 10, Wyoming at the pokes, 45. They go right to left as we see it, and you hear it. The ball's set on the far hash. Under center is Peasley. The lone setback is Swen. Strength is to the right. The handoff is sweeping to the right, and Titus Swen running through arm tackles has another nine yard run. So a pair of nine yard runs for Swen. I really in watching film of Wyoming, maybe you saw the same thing. I love the way he runs.
2: Yeah, he's got a great feel. He keeps his shoulders square to the end zone at all times. But Greg, the scouting report is out on B- on this BYU defense. You can hurt them running off tackle. The first play and that last play, both off tackle run and BYU has been unable to set the edge and funnel that runner back into its primary defenders.
3: The him first down yardage of 10 on the play. So it's first and 10 from the now BYU 45 yard line. Shotgun for Peasley, empty backfield. Trips left and twins to the right, the boundary side to the right. He looks left and throws left and throws incomplete. It was far too far, Tartu to in front out of tight end Parker Christensen, so incomplete to second down and 10. The first non-gainer, I think, for Wyoming so far in the first quarter. We're 12.25 to go in the first quarter, 0-0. BYU and Wyoming Cougars go three and out to begin the game.
2: You're not going to see a lot of, uh, call it creativity or unique sets or plays from this Wyoming offense a- as right now they just line up in a straight slot I formation. They they focus on execution and try not to get too cute with schemes.
3: I think there's are there only ten defenders on the field for BYU. I believe they ran that play with ten on second and ten, and now there were whistles. There was all kinds of confusion. Yeah, there, BYU called timeout. There were ten defenders on the field
1: before the snap. BYU calls its first charge timeout of the half,
3: and that's less than three minutes into the game. And that was purely because of confusion, Riley. There were there. It was a hockey line Immediate change. Timeout. It was a hockey line change, but not a really organized one. Two on, two off, three on, three off. Guys sprinting on, staying off. And the snap was coming with 10 players on the field for BYU on defense. So, timeout on the field. The Cougars will talk it over. We'll take a break. The clock
1: operator, please reset the game clock to 12 minutes and 23 seconds.
3: So with 12.23
1: on the game clock, please.
3: With 12.23 to go in the first, we'll take our first timeout. It is BYU and Wyoming 0-0. The Cowboys have a second and 10 from the BYU... 45 after this on the new skin BYU sports network.
0: Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubell on the new skin BYU sports network. All
3: right. So welcome back to Lavella Bridge stadium, Provo, Utah. BYU football is brought to you in part by all pro capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit AllProCapital.com for more information. All pro capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. The Cougars had an offensive three and out on their first possession. Wyoming's first possession has gotten the Cowboys down to the BYU 45-yard line, second down and 10. BYU had no offensive three and outs against USF. Three against Baylor, two against Oregon, and one early one here against the Pokes. All far hash. And Wyoming second and 10, Andrew Peasley. We'll have backs behind him. Caleb Driscoll is the fullback, and DeWyan pronounced like Hawaiian, McNeely is the tailback and the Cougs have 11 on D and they're ready to play Wyoming's second and 10 snap, here we go Peasley under center, Driscoll and McNeely in the eye Twins to the right side the handoff McNeely and up the middle and second level and another big gainer down to the 26-yard line. A 19-yard run on second down and 10 from DeWyan McNeely. Nearly his long run of the year, which is 21. He got nearly 20 on that run to the 26-yard line.
2: Here I am saying that the way to attack this BYU defense is off tackle and Wyoming goes straight up the gut with a wham block. Wham is where the guard and the fullback kind of do an X block. But uh, yeah, he, I mean he didn't deviate. He didn't have to deviate course till 15 yards downfield.
3: Joshua Cobb's the lone wide to the right side. Triple tight end, 13 personnel with Titus Swen as the lone setback. 26 yard line, first and 10 stretch, handoff Swen, and Swen has a big run of nine. So Swen's runs here in the first quarter nine, ten, and nine yards.
2: And we're focusing on the ball carriers, but this Wyoming offensive line, multiple they. A pancake block is where an offensive lineman takes his defender and finishes him into the ground. Multiple pancake blocks on that last play, and there's been at least one on every successful rush for Wyoming so far.
3: They give him eight officially, but it's second and a long one for Wyoming. Under center is Peasley. Swen the lone setback. Ball from the BYU 18-yard line, second down on a false start for Wyoming. Offside, Mm.
1: number 59, defense, entering the zone and causing a reaction.
3: Wow. So, five
1: yard penalty results in a first down.
3: The reaction came on the threatening in the neutral zone. Now, here's the story BYU has more defensive offsides this season than they had all of last season. They had four defensive offsides in 13 games last year. That's offside number five in the fourth game of the year this year.
2: Execution has been a common theme, whether it's from just the communication and early bailout timeouts to red zone scoring and now offsides.
3: So it's a first down, first and ten from the BYU 13 after the walk-off. Peasley screens it. Oh, it's dropped. And that was going to be a gainer of at least five, maybe ten yards, and could have had a thought of the end zone for Titus Swen. The screen was well set up, too. Wow, he's got to be kicking themselves. That was an easy... You know, an easy movement of maybe five, ten yards and he drops the screen pass.
2: Classic case of the running back just looking upfield a little bit, a split second too early before securing the catch all the way into the tuck.
3: So it'll go to second down and 10 from the BYU 13-yard line. Wyoming already in scoring territory and uh, John Hoyland is 11-for-12 on his kicks this year if they can't get in the end zone. under Pe- Center goes Peasley. Swen, the tailback. Stretch hand off to Swen. Swen looking for the edge, turns the corner and doesn't quite get there as he is Triple-tackled, as Ben Bywater's helmet comes off, he'll leave the game. At least I think he will, but he's trying to stay in the game. Nope, they'll take him out.
1: Number two's helmet has come off. Must go out the game for one play.
3: Yeah. He put
1: 40 seconds on the plate. He
3: was hoping they missed it, Thank but you. they didn't. So it's only a gain of two. This is the first third down for Wyoming to deal with tonight. Third down and eight from the BYU 11. That dropped screen pass took the cow- Cowpokes off schedule. Trips to the left. Single wide. The boundary side. Short side right. Swung off the right hip of Peasley. He's in the gun. Third down and eight from the BYU 11. Scoreless game. Peasley on a three-step. Settle. Fire. End zone. Incomplete. Behind the intended receiver Wyatt Whelan. And it'll be a field goal try for the Cowboys. That was a promising drive. And really, the drop screen pass was everything.
2: It was. It was a great play call. They caught BYU dropping back in an eight-man zone. And... Uh, yeah, Peasley is a—he's a very dependable quarterback, but when you have to rely on him in big spots in the pure drop back pass, that is not his strong spo- his strong point. He's much better off play action.
3: John Hoyland, eleven for twelve on his field goal tries from the right hash. It's a twenty eight yarder. It's up and through for three, and Wyoming is on the board first. So after two weeks, weeks one and two in which BYU scored first, in weeks three and four, the opponent gets on the board first. It's a field goal from John Hoyland, who's now 12 for 13 on his three-point tries. It's Wyoming three, and BYU no score. With 9.59 to play in the opening quarter, we are taking a timeout on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
3: in part by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Stats intern Grant Nielsen reminding us tonight that uh, when BYU gives up the first score at home under Kalani Sitake, the Cougs still have a winning record. BYU 10-8 in home games. When the opponent gets on the board first, as the Wyoming Cowboys have done, it capped a 57-yard drive. Did the John Hoyland a 28-yard field goal. A drive that took 3.55 off the clock and spanned 10 plays ends up with the Hoyland 3-pointer. And it's BYU trailing Wyoming, Cowboys 3 and BYU 0. 9.59 to play in quarter number one here at Lavell Bird Stadium. Kicking off will be Hoyland, who just opened the scoring for Wyoming. And again, back deep is Hobbs Nyberg for BYU with Gunther and Katoa as the upbacks. Coming in two tonight... Hobbs had averaged to 23 and a half yards on two kickoff returns, with a long of 26, and his first kickoff return was 19 yards tonight. Greg Grubel, Riley Nelson, your commentary tandem up top. We've got Jason Shepard in the booth as well, and Mitchell Jurgens is down at field level as Hoyland approaches from south to north, right to left, boot to ball. The backspinner will be. They are caught by Nyberg at the goal line, so BYU out to the 25-yard line. They began their first possession at the 22. So first and 10 BYU, offensive series, number two after a three and out, the first time the Cougars touched the ball.
2: I mean, you don't... It's not... You don't need to be super urgent as a leader in that offensive huddle as you break to come out onto the field. But you do need to, you know, at least get a first down, you know, get to midfield, cross midfield. You need to put some rhythm going because you didn't have a lot going for you last week either.
3: Puka Nakua. Gets a snap and is wide right on this first and ten for BYU. The first action for Puka Nakua since the first quarter of the USF game and Miles Davis lines up and takes a traditional handoff which we've not seen yet from BYU this year and it goes for no gain to the left side Cole Goodbow with the tackle for Wyoming.
2: That was that wide zone play. I think they're trying to find someone who can execute it at least somewhat as well as Tyler Algier did the last couple of years.
3: Nakua is going to stay on the field now be set up wide left with Mason Wake slot left and they'll go pistol Davis behind Jaron Hall no Chris Brooks yet tonight Braden Cosper is wide to the right side sprinting out to the right is Hall he'll throw to the underneath man Davis who makes the catch at the original line of scrimmage and has a gain of 5 yards upfield to the 30 yard line between numbers and boundary He's tackled after a gain of five. Give him six. So a third down and four for BYU. The Kooks missing on a third and six moments ago. They'll now try a third down and four. And BYU on third and four has been perfect this year. Two for two on third and four. One conversion on the ground and one conversion through the air. We'll see what the Kooks do as Chase Roberts checks in for the first time tonight. So Roberts and Nakua present and accounted for. Twins left and twins right. They'll now motion Keanu Hill to the trip's left. As Jaron Hall a shotgun snap, Miles Davis to his right hip. Hall in the gun, takes chest-high snap, slaps the ball, and fires right side and caught well shy the line to gain. No gain on the play. Miles Davis makes the catch, but at the line of scrimmage, and so on fourth down and four, BYU punts it away. Consecutive three and outs to begin the game for BYU on offense. No Chris Brooks in the game yet as they went to Miles Davis as the running back in the second possession after Lopini Katoa had the first series in the backfield.
2: Good little man blitz scheme there by Wyoming in that uh, Jaron went to his hot wide receiver, which was the running back out of the backfield because the guy lined up over him, blitzed. But Wyoming did a good job covering with the safety coming down on the running back.
3: Sky high punt from Ryan Rico. Fair caught, muffed! And do the Cougs recover at the 30? It's a huge break if they do, but no! Wyatt Wheeland muffs the punt and falls on it with three Cougs around him. Wyoming at the 31-yard line. Massive break for the Cowboys. After BYU's second consecutive three and out, the the sky-high punt from Rico goes right through the arms of Whelan, but he falls on it. Timeout. Timeout. Yes, it will be a timeout. We'll take it. With eight minutes to play in the opening quarter, Wyoming three, BYU no score. Cowboys second possession of the game coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's head back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
3: BYU football brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try our tender brisket or mouth watering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue, located just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. Cameron True and Bam Bam's, a perfect place to stop before or after the game, and even if after the game means three in the morning like i did after the baylor win i stopped by and cam was kind enough to save me my favorite and send me home with a couple of cheddar jalapeno sausages at three in the morning cam you are the man love bam bam's not loving the score right now but we're early in this one eight minutes to go in the opening quarter wyoming three and byu zero but back-to-back three and outs for byu on offense riley
2: Yeah, and the defense really needs to – someone has to do it, right? This is the time on the sideline and the leaders uh, in in that locker room or on that sideline need to be, you know, looking in the mirror. It needs to start with me as far as who's going to give this team uh, a spark to, you know, get back to their the team that we're used to seeing because right now they're giving up the run. They can't establish the run, and they find themselves down early to what everybody, you know, thought coming in was a lesser opponent.
3: All right, ball between the hash marks for Wyoming and Andrew Peasley. The Wyoming quarterback settles into the gun. Titus Swen running it well early is off his left hip. Thigh high snap, handoff Swen. Swen following blockers up the middle, and it's a 5-yard gain. On first and 10 for Wyoming from the 31 out to the 36-yard line.
2: Greg, so Swen is not the biggest of backs at 5'10", 206, but he does a good job. There's a principle called making yourself small, and that's where, as a ball carrier, you want to shorten the amount of space between your shoulder pads and your knees because that's how a tackler can get you down. First contact was made at the line of scrimmage, but because he made himself small, he was able to pick up five yards on that first down run.
3: Shotgun for Peasley. Swen left hip, wides to either side. Handoff Swen again. This time you go, whoa, the nice pile push, though. I was going to say he goes nowhere, but suddenly it's another push for another two to three yards. Wyoming lineman is down and not getting up. Now slow to his feet is center Nofoafia Tulafono, and he will stay in the game, but gingerly back into the huddle. And Wyoming is huddling, let's note, and... You give Wyoming a 3-0 lead, and you've already let the Cowboys start to execute a little bit of their game plan, which is shorten the game and try and grind you out. And they're down to the 38-yard, out to the 38-yard line. Third down and three. Ball set, far hash as the Cowboys go right to left from our vantage point. Wyoming three, BYU no score. six forty to play here in the opening quarter. Play clock at two and one. The hand clap and a fumble of a hurried snap, and he picks it up. Does Peasley and throws to the boundary, and it's a first down. Can you believe that? Complete to Wyatt Wheeland. Because the snap was hurried, it came low, and it was bobbled, and it was picked up by Peasley, and he scrambles to his right and guns one to Wyatt Whelan at the far sideline for a first down on third and three when the play appeared to be blown up on the bobbled snap.
2: That just kills you. It's a defense, Greg, because because of the bobbled snap, the flat defender into the short side of the field, was he was caught in no man's land because he started to come downhill at the potential fumble, and that put him out of position that allowed Peasley to find the dude against the sideline in the flat where otherwise he would have been covered.
3: Peasley shotgun, Swen right hip. Straight back drop for Peasley. Throws underneath high, and it's caught. Bobbled, not a great throw, and it's only a gain of one to Joshua Cobbs. If Cobbs catches that in rhythm, he might gain a few more, but he had to reach high and actually did well to haul it in before being contacted because that could have popped the ball loose as it goes. As a one-yard gain underneath the catch by Cobbs, it'll be second and nine for Wyoming. They near midfield, 47-yard line of Wyoming, and it's already down to 535 to play in quarter number one. Pokes three, Cougs zero. Second and nine, Cowboys at their own 47. 12 personnel, two wides left side. Swen's alone lone setback. Peasley under center. Stretches it out there, holds it out for Swen. Swen is wrapped up and brought down by a host of Cougars at midfield. That was on second and nine. And give him about four. Third and five coming up. The ball just into BYU side of the field at the 49-yard line. Peyton Wilgar, the tackle for the Cougs.
2: Peyton Wilgar finished him off. It was a good job by Pepe Tanuvasa, who was taking on a blocker. Had he not been able to get his hand free off the blocker and grab Swen's jersey, that run would have gone for at least four or five more yards.
3: I don't think we've seen Max Thule tonight and may not see Max Thule at linebacker tonight. Jackson Kafusi is in as a backer, along with Tanovasa. It is third and five from the BYU 49. Ball now near hash. Peasley shotgun. Swen left hip. Tight ends left and right, wide receivers, twins to the right. It's a flush out to the right. Peasley waves his man downfield and throws incomplete. Ethan Slade was in the neighborhood as a safety ranging over, but the ball drops harmlessly on the grass just inside the boundary. Or was that Talon Alfrey out there? I think it was Alfrey.
2: Yeah, Greg, a lot of new numbers out there that I'm yeah. seeing tonight for this BYU defense, whether that's a product of uh, guys being banged up or just trying to do what this Kalani Satake staff has done so well, and that's develop depth and get people meaningful sta- snaps when you can.
3: Ethan Slade and Talon Alfrey were both, were both in defensively on that possession Is on the third and five falls incomplete, fourth and five, and punting will be Clayton Stewart. Stewart handles the snap back spins it high in the air to nyberg who calls fair catch at the eight yard line of byu so the cougs facing a 92 yard field will stay right here with it 425 to play in the opening quarter wyoming three and byu no score clayton stewart averaging 44 and a half yards per boot on 20 punts coming in two tonight that ranked 24th in the fbs so a top 25 punter in the building and clayton stewart They'll actually give Nyberg the 9 on that fair catch. A 40-yard boot for Stewart. And BYU first and 10 from its own 9-yard line. BYU with back-to-back 3 and outs. Brings the offense back out. When will we see Chris Brooks in the game? The answer is right now. Brooks is the tailback for the first time tonight. It was Katoa's series the first time out. Then Miles Davis. And now Chris Brooks is in the pistol with Jaron Hall. Hall shotgun. Wides to either side. Tight ends left and right. Play fake, clean pocket. Jaron goes back shoulder, and the catch made by Keanu Hill. Stays on his feet, 45, and near the midfield, Hill. Brought down, 45-44-43 of Wyoming. Keanu Hill makes the catch on the near boundary, and then veers back inside for a big gainer. BYU first and 10. Inside the Wyoming 45 to the 44-yard line. We'll call that a new skin. Beautiful catch of the game. It is brought to you by new skin. New skin, discover the best you. And that's the first, first down for BYU tonight.
2: Greg, Keanu is pumped, and he should be. Not only did he do a great job reading the back shoulder throw, stopping and beating his defender to make the catch, but that run after catch was inspired. That's the spark, I think, that this offense needs to get going.
3: Yak yards for Keanu Hill, 47-yard completion. Jaron slaps the ball, has green grass to the left, will bring it down, take off and be forced out at the boundary after a gain of seven yards. So, Jaron Hall picks up seven on first and ten for BYU. That play began at the Wyoming 44-yard line, and it gets down to the 38-yard line. Give him six.
2: I wonder if it's just what Jaron happens to be seeing against this Wyoming defense or if there was something said to him by the coaching staff. But he's, rather than holding on, holding on, looking for the check down, he's taking green grass when available to him. And it's really doing a, it's helping this offense in the early goings uh, to stay positive.
3: Pistol with Brooks behind Hall. Belt high snap, the reverse. From Brooks, the handoff to Hill, the back to Hall. Hall goes deep down the far boundary, and it is a catch made inside the 10-yard line by the tight end, Isaac Rex. On the reverse flea flicker to Hall, and a big gainer for BYU down to the 6-yard line.
2: Holy cow, Greg, the back shoulder chemistry that Jaron Hall has with Keanu Hill and Isaac Rex on display on these last two plays. Dang it.
3: And on the next play, Chris Brooks takes it in for six. Chris Brooks on the run up the middle. And the Cougars get on the board for the first time, 6-3 with the PAT pending. I apologize to our
2: listeners. I said, dang it, because the snap happened so quickly. Uh, Different parts of the line were a little bit late getting off the ball. I thought there might have been a false start. But good call by Aaron Roderick after the big play, momentum swinging play by Isaac Rex to hurry and get the guys lined up, handed off to Brooks. Also, you mentioned when are we going to see him. He's in the game. He's got a carry and a touchdown. Things are looking up for this BYU offense after a sluggish start in the first two series.
3: Six-yard touchdown run for Christopher Brooks. PAT from Jake Oldroyd is up and good. And BYU takes the 7-3 lead at 2.50 to play in quarter number one. And that is BYU's first touchdown. So first, Mountain America Credit Union touchdown of the night. Brought to you by Mountain America. For each touchdown BYU scores this season, Mountain America will donate $250 to the American Red Cross. To help fund humanitarian services and programs. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. So, BYU 7, Wyoming 3. After back to back three and outs, the Cougars put together a nice scoring drive. It's our first pigskin scoring summary of the night, brought to you by your Utah pork producers and the National Pork Board. From farm to fork, Utah pork producers like Smithfield Foods take pride in good practices that produce safe and nutritious pork right here in Utah. Make pork your protein of choice. All season long, for delicious and nutritious pork recipes, visit pork.org. And that drive went 91 yards, four plays, and 135 off the clock. It ends in the six-yard Christopher Brooks run. And that's now the new longest drive of the season for BYU. Longest scoring drives. Previous was 82 at USF. That was 91 yards for the touchdown. BYU 7, Wyoming 3. Oldroyd will kick it off to Wheeland and Stone for the pokes.
2: After a drive like that, you're just it's like a breath of fresh air. It feels like it's been so long when the offense has felt like they've been able to move the ball like that.
3: Oldroyd boots away. Good leg into it, and it will go into the end zone for a touchback. First and ten, Wyoming.
2: Well, and Greg, after those first two off re-announced, um, I, I, was, I was thinking that it, it was going to be Chase Roberts or Puka Nakua to make a big play to kind of turn this around and give the momentum back to the offense. But uh, amazing plays by, um, by Keanu Hill and Isaac Rex. And that just speaks to the, to the depth and ability um, that uh, this, this skill position group on the offense has. Um, big plays, way to get the you know, the energy and momentum back to, back to BYU. You can feel it here in the stadium. Uh, excited to see what comes next.
3: Mitchell Jorgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big time banking with a home team field. Zions Bank is for you. Mitchell, thank you. Andrew Peasley under center. Titus Swen is the tailback, takes the handoff, sweeping to his right, cuts it up, field off, tackle outside, and now flag flies at the end of a four-yard run to the right side numbers.
2: Could be a hold, could also be an inadvertent face mask.
1: Personal foul, face mask, number 41, defense. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down.
0: I
2: say inadvertent, Greg. Obviously, that's not a call anymore. But when, by that, I mean, you know, it wasn't blatant. It just someone caught it as the, in the scrum of trying to get Swin down to the ground.
3: BYU's defense being much more heavily penalized this season than last by percentage of total flags. Many more penalties against the D and the special teams so far this year. DeWyan McNeely is the tailback with Andrew Peasley under center. Wide receivers to either side. Tight ends left and right for the pokes. A bootleg and a throw in the left flat. Complete to the tight end. Parker Christensen, he makes the catch and is forced out between the numbers and the boundary left side after a gain of seven. So second and three for Wyoming. BYU seven and Wyoming three is our score. Two o four to play in the opening quarter. Wyoming scored first and BYU on the strength of a season-long 91-yard drive. Gets a Chris Brooks touchdown. And for Brooks... That is touchdown number three of the year and 24 of his collegiate career, including scores at Cal. They go backs. Drisco leads for McNeely. Second down and three from the BYU 49-yard line. A near-hash snap to Peasley. Holds it out for McNeely. Stutter steps and is tackled while making that last move by Jacob Robinson. Robinson limits McNeely to a gain of two on a second and three, so it's third down and one. Oh, no, they gave him the first down. They're waving the chains on the far side. Hmm, okay. Got the yardage needed. And so first and ten for Wyoming at the 46 of BYU.
2: I agree with you, Greg. I thought that spot was pretty liberal. Good job, though, by Robinson coming up. If your corners can do tackling at or around the line of scrimmage, uh, you've got uh, you've done a good job defensively.
3: Peasley with 105 to play in the opening quarter. Takes an under center snap. Holds the ball out there for Titus Swen. And Titus Swen... Gets to the second level with a gain of six and almost seven to the 39 of BYU.
2: That A gap run, I, I'm telling you, Greg, this, this kind of basic style offense, now it's going to do two things. You're going to be able to move the ball between the 20s, but like we've seen with BYU defense, being able to limit them to a field goal on their first drive and then force a punt on the second, it's just hard to execute these basic plays enough times to make you a high-powered or high-scoring offense.
3: Second down three again. The BYU 39-yard line. Ibacks, Driscoll, and Swin. And Swin is dropped in the backfield. Lorenzo Fawatea got him. And a loss on the play. It will set up a third down and seven for Wyoming.
2: So, Greg, I was going to say we should note... The presence of uh, number 36, Caleb Driscoll, which you have done, but he looks like a 1990s-style fullback. He's got the neck roll. He's probably 5'11", 250 pounds. But Falatea, Falatea threw him aside to make that tackle on the backfield on that last play.
3: After 15 minutes, it is BYU 7, Wyoming 3. We'll take our end-of-quarter break. Quarter number 2 begins with a third and six for Wyoming. from the BYU 42 after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.